you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. And I get told all the time that I've got a punchable face or that uh, people think I'm an asshole. Um, I've been told that probably 50 times. People, when they first see me, think I'm think I'm an asshole. Mike. I would have preferred a feature story on the first responders who are suffering from a myriad of cancers at the towers and what we're going to do about it. I could have gone for a where are they now segment about families and survivors. It also wouldn't be too bad to do a real fucking, hey, Yoshi, shut the fuck up! And Scott. I guess I was like <laughs> sort of, I, I loved Bart Simpson in, in, in a like sapiosexual <laughs> way. I kind of liked uh, Lisa by extension, you know. She played the saxophone. She was intelligent. That was kind of hot, you know. Mama's Donuts in the house. How you guys doing? It's, it's a safe talk show. Welcome in. It's a pleasure to have you aboard. I'm Michael Govier. He's Luke. There is no Scott today. Scott is just deep in the doldrums right now. Life's got him down. Sometimes There's jobs take... Yeah, we're, we're, scott yeah. we're scottless. Yeah, we're scottless. And that's all I had to say about that. That's it. Yeah, man. He's not here. He's got a life, and jobs can be challenging, especially when you transition to a new job and you're trying to work out the kinks. So we're going to hold down the show today, just me and Luke, and that's fine. We know how to do this show. It's going to be a toasty show. It's going to be hot, served up on a platter. <laughs> toasty. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to love it. That's putting it mildly. So I have decided to do the yeah. show today, Luke. Uh, we got a ton of emails. we got to blow through all these emails. Good God in heaven. We're grateful that we have yeah. this many this many people that support the show. I think the I think the beauty of this is, like, we can – let's just – you know, the format of the show can be a little less uh, reckless. We can just focus on the emails, and we can just, like, go from there. I, I think it's it. perfect. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's know. all good. Well, I mean, don't – you don't have to get too bummed out about it. Well, why don't you cry about it? <laughs> <No>. Saddlebags. <No. laughs> uh, what what people don't know is like you know John Scott had to bail at the last second. Not bail, but he had he had he work did. pop up. He did so have to bail. He, it's fair. Yeah, it was, would say it was it. at the it was at the very last minute. So you know, so we're a little bummed, but I think you know we can focus on focus on emails. I mean, obviously we get a, most of our great talking points from the emails anyway. So. Ain't no no holding back on that. Let's let's go for it. Well, I heard from John Scott's employers. You know, hiring you was the biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> yep. That's them right now. John Scott will never listen to this anyways. And if he did, he would laugh too. All right, let's go over to the emails, of course. Uh, Richard, episode 82. This is episode 82 of the Is It Safe yes. talk show. Remember. Is it safe pod at gmail.com? Even though we are a talk show, I mean, we could try to change the handle on Gmail, nah, but nah, that nah, just nah, sounds nah. too complicated. So I'm not going to do that. It, no, that's so. so stupid complicated. Just keep it. <laughs> technically, we talked about it last week. All right. It's technically a talk show based on the fact that uh, I guess people hear you talk, want to kill you versus you just talking about something. And he is miserable. So we're good. We're good. It's like if the hosts were standing, like sitting around a, a table and could actually like fight each other. That that's a right. talk show. <laughs> that's right. Well, this one's from Richard. Episode eighty two is the title. A lot of questions here. Holy shit! A through J. God damn it. 
Good God. The first one says, conspiracy theory time. Which of any of the following conspiracies do you think could be true? Oh, okay. This could be fun. We could just blow through these and uh, we could say yes or no. So here we go. Letter A. The United States helped Hitler escape Germany at the end of World War II along with all those precious war criminal scientists. Yep. Paperclip. Of course. Oh, really? Who are they? I mean, I I technically think he died in a fucking bunker, but I would not put it past our government to ship him over here, send him to Argentina or whatever, and and let him live a, a life on the beach. Hmm. But the scientists, the scientists had to work, you know, and they, they brought him over here. But it was it was no um, it's not like they got to just kick their feet up. You know, they they had to work. <laughs> You know, they had to put together our science program. They had to send us to the, to the moon. They had to create the help create the fucking uh, a bomb. So, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's entirely possible. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily what happened, but one hundred percent possible. Hmm. Im Süden hat der Gegner Zossen genommen und stößt auf Stahnsdorf vor. Der Feind operiert jetzt am nördlichen Stadtrand zwischen Frohnau und Pankow. I have no idea what these people are saying. Der Feind bis zur Linie Lichtenberg, Marlstau, Remember this was all the rage on the internet, though? Everybody was making a meme out of uh, Downfall, the movie Downfall. This is... Right, right, right. With, uh, Remember this? Yeah, with... Um, oh, my God. It's one of my favorite actors. Steiner... Um, Steiner konnte nicht genügend Kräfte für einen Angriff massieren. Der Angriff Steiner ist nicht erfolgt. I don't know. Looks like the same guy who's played Hitler. Bruno, uh, Bruno, it's Bruno something. What the hell is his last name? He was in the original Patricia Highsmith uh, movie. The, the, the original, like... What was the one with uh, Matt Damon? Um, the one where oh, he plays... Oh, uh, Private the, Ryan. No, no, he plays the weirdo. That shows up. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Uh, the talented Mr. Rip. Um, Bruno, Bruno was in the original. Was in the original movie that is about the talented Mr. Rip. I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> because the subtitles on this. <laughs> Google it. The, the subtitles are. Doing a parody because this is what happened. Downfall became a parody of like everything in life that people were bitching about. I can't remember when this was, like 2014-ish, maybe. Ants, Anyways, this one's about Taika Waititi and Hitler's bitching about Taika Waititi. But so if you don't understand German and you're hearing this and you see the subtitles, it actually. That's <laughs> pretty funny. So, anyways, Hitler. I don't. I don't put anything past a government at any time. So sure, yeah. Why not? Sure. Uh, B. Fluoride is used in water as a subtle form of mind control. I think this one's bullshit. Uh, that sounds just fucking stupid. I, I don't know what the hell that. That's some. That's some QAnon shit. Go ahead. <laughs> but go go ahead. Who and are they? But... Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Believe whatever you want. Wait. Wait, Mike. I, I know. Like sometimes when the when the drops are going and that our audio kind of like cuts out a little bit, but Bruno Gans is the guy who's in downfall plays Hitler. Uh, he was, he was part audio of like should the, never cut out by the way, if the audio is correctly done. So just to be clear on that, uh, okay, don't let Luke so, spread these lies guys. No, no. So if that's on me and it's like my, my vocals or volume doesn't actually like, you know, meet the, the drops, 
He's just very unhappy. I feel sorry for him. That could be on me. But anyways, Bruno Gans was in this movie called The American Friend. And The American Friend is part of this, like, uh, Patricia Highsmith, uh, like, novel series about the talented Miss Ripley. And so he was, like, the original. Kind of like, kind of like, um, you know, Brian Cox was the original, uh, you know, the original uh, Hannibal Lecter. Oh, yeah, right, right. What are you talking about? Got it. Anyway, it's a brilliant fucking movie, but moving on. Yeah, no, no. Believe whatever the fuck you want, I guess, when it comes to that shit. I mean, if you're going to do that, dude, just get yourself a fucking tinfoil hut. I don't understand what you're doing wearing regular clothes anymore. Just go into your basement, block it all off, put a tinfoil hat on, and just be done with it. Wow, dude. Uh, the CIA and live there for the rest of your life. Yes, never come back, ever. The CIA assassinated JFK. Sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's easy. Uh, or the no, I think it was the mob actually, but no, but it was an association. The it CIA was, in was involved. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yes, absolutely. So I'm just, yeah, absolutely. That's done deal. Uh, D, the moon landing was fake. That's stupid. I think that's absurd. I, because the Russians were already, they truly did launch satellites into orbit, and things were moving. I think that one's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lock that Actually, one yeah, and, and don't take this as like us talk like I'm not talking to to Rich directly. I'm just saying that conspiracy theory is is Oh Rich, stupid. he's personally talking to you and he hates you. There it is. Lock it in. <laughs> uh birds aren't real. I don't even know who the fuck that is, is that? even I don't even know how the fuck that is even a real thing, is what Richard said. Yeah, so let's just ignore that. That's just a dumb thing on Reddit. Uh, Letter F says, Disney made the movie Frozen, so if the words Frozen and Disney are Googled, it wouldn't display Walt's quest for immortality. Wow, that's a, that's well, a new that's... one to me. You know, you know what this reminds me of? That that I have never heard that. <laughs> Never. That's I've clear. never heard that either. Yeah, this is the first time I'm ever hearing this ever. I don't know what I don't know what side of the dark web that Richard is hanging out on, but that is What are you talking about? That is not uh that is not like that is not commonplace at all. Uh you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of like the ancient aliens guys because what I love about them like Chris I used to watch them all the time the ancient alien shows and Kristen would be like you don't believe this do you and I'm like no I don't I just I love the way these guys tell stories they get so wrapped up they get so wrapped up in something they're connecting dots and they tell a really great and funny story probably make an awesome awesome novel or a great fucking movie I think that's, that's all that is. yeah that would make it that would make a great like uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie I never saw that show, but I feel like you and Ring watched it together, and Ring was really into it, and they might have had some well, greater passion for that show in the truth I had, of it. I had passion for it, but then whenever you're sitting there watching it with somebody who really believes, um, it makes you feel very uncomfortable. Because <laughs> when you watch it for entertainment, and you're like, I just like, I just like the, uh, I like the storytelling energy. I like how. Yeah, I get your point. Banana- I like how bananas it is. It's it's great. It's super entertaining that way. Yeah, mm, that you can't. You just you can't. You can't put your eggs in that basket. Sorry, can't do it. The next one is the world was sucked into a black hole back in 2012 when CERN, the SERN, which is the uh, particle CERN, yes, discovered the Higgs boson, and we are all dead. 
We just don't know it yet. This is so dumb. This is so stupid. I don't man. know. Yeah, again. Wow, dude. These are See, all from Rich, the internet. I knew. I knew when. I knew when we got rich and on board here, we would have a combination of great questions and complete trolling. This is all the shit in Rich's head that he's got kids, so he never gets to talk about any of this stuff, and it's just unloading it on us now in an email. This is funny. no. I think he's just fucking with us. I think that's it. He's just fucking with us. Uh, the Earth is flat or hollow? No, stupid. Stupid. Uh, illuminate secret. The Illuminati, I believe, is what he meant to say here. The Illuminati secretly run all the world's governments and have a secret base of operations in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, lock that in. Uh, lastly, <laughs> Trump, Bernie, Biden, none of it matters because they are all lizard people that wish to enslave us. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Thank you, Richard. Well said. Well said. Did he, did There's no he way. Just, that's it. Did you just throw Bernie into that mix for no reason? No, he's just saying everybody who has any sense of power, no matter how big or large, it's a it's a dumb commentary on the overall existence of the uh, what do they call it of the media of no no what did that what do they call it uh, Trump tr they had the title for it it was uh, you know it was what Trump was pushing during his run that everybody was in power the uh, you know what I'm talking about. People well, who are power, like the people, the people who are outsiders are, they know what's really going oh, you're talking on. talking about like the deep people... state? Yes, thank you. The fucking deep state. That's exactly the term I was looking right, for. It just, just sounded a little too right. generic. I, I didn't, I didn't think. No, it really was that generic though. Yeah. Uh, all right. Real question alert. So now he's got a real question for us, guys. This question may be late to the party since I haven't listened to all the other older podcasts. I'm not sure. But was it just me? Or was Kanye West's open bullying of Pete Davidson just swept away and forgotten? The guy openly threatened to kill him, even made a claymation video doing it. Seems a wee touch too much. But I guess in this new world where leaders can grab women by the pussy, nothing is taboo. Social civility is dead. Yeah, well, I think that pretty much sums it up quite well, actually. Well, I just... No, I, I, I first off, not. fuck social civility. I've always Thank been anti-social yeah. civility. Like, fuck you and your uh, standards and uh, your highfalutin ways. I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not you directly, Richard. By the way, just everyone else. So, right. I mean, it, and also the also the reflex to just go to like, well, oh, well, in this in this era where people can just grab someone by the pussy, like that's just just stop with that, man. Like, uh, I don't even think. He's not like a brain dead liberal, so I mean, I don't even know why he would go there unless he thinks that we're liberals, and so he's trying to appeal to us in some way. I, I really just, I, I don't even connect with that statement anymore. I, I think it's fucking ridiculous. I will um, be the greatest gotta, jobs president that God ever created. Yeah, we got to stop giving fucking the whole Trump thing oxygen because it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, social civility. I dead, will not be. Dead. That was, dude, fucking China. Twitter. Twitter and Facebook fucking did away with that shit a long time ago. That has nothing to do with uh, one person. Everything else, everything yeah, else I'm in with this comment I, is, is irrelevant to me. I mean, I, I, built I do. A net I do worth think, of more than $10 billion. I do think it's hilarious, though. When, what was it? Uh, so, yeah, it was a, it was, Conway wasn't, Conway, Kanye, Kanye wasn't like bullying Pete Davidson. It was like he, uh, he was like openly. It was, it was Conway like when you had, 
It was like when you had the uh, the gloves and you would just fucking slap somebody in the fucking town square and then you would have to have a duel. That's would have that's what I thought was happening and that would have been fucking amazing. Yeah, they just did that and both of them got into a you know got into like a like one quarter mile of like freeway and just like ran at each <laughs> other uh like buck naked and just tried to kill each other in the middle of the street. That would have been fucking awesome. But that didn't happen. So. No, nothing cool happens anymore. People just say shit online and, and nothing How's happens. Going? From it. Good. I've had a I've had a really weird year. Uh, I had an AIDS scare this year. Yeah, I did. And you're like, Pete, wow, what's going on in your life? Are you uh, sharing needles? Are you doing heroin? Are you having tons of unprotected sex? No, Kanye told me I had AIDS. Is that funny? And, uh, and he's, uh, he's a genius. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I better call my doctor. The guy who made college dropout thinks I have AIDS. China. So I went to the doctor. I actually got checked because I was like, maybe he's right. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. So my doctor told me, I don't have AIDS. I just look like I have it. So it's a completely different thing. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, the, actually, the, the actually funny one was on SNL when Pete Davidson was talking with uh, Shay, what's his name? Uh, Michael Shay. It was like, mm -hmm. we were going to do a story about Kanye and we thought Shay should do it because Shay is black. But I'm... I'm crazy, and we both know uh, what side of Kanye is at the wheel right now. That was the best joke. <laughs> I like it. Grab and I think person. that, and that Look. was like that was like six, seven years ago. So I think that's probably why Kim decided to um, fuck him because I, I bet you Kanye fucking hated that joke. And wow, dude! Uh, yeah, wow, that's pretty petty. That's some petty shit. But who? Right, dude, we're she's way too far she's, into this. She's Game, she's Game of Thrones. Yeah, nobody cares. She's Game of Thrones shit. She's Game of Thrones shit. That's good to know. Yeah, okay, well, good for her. That, Flawless victory. Look, I don't think Pete Davidson's stand-up's even that good either. Uh, I like him in short bursts, so he gives me a few laughs yeah, here and there. He's all right. But, yeah, yeah, he's all right. Our next email comes from. Sid. Now, I already know this email because I read it yesterday on the Cinema 9 pod, so I didn't realize that he had shared it or that he'd sent it to both Cinema 9 and isitsafepod at gmail.com. So, boy, I guess I should have just read it on this show because it was much more apropos for this show than it was Cinema 9. But he was responding to us doing The Queen last week. That's putting it mildly. Which we did on Cinema uh, yes. 9. A 2006 Michael Frears movie, or Stephen Frears movie that we talked about. And Sid has this to say. I don't think we need to celebrate Elizabeth II. Why should we ever? The fascination in this country, the United States, about this inbred German family that rules England is fucking insane. Monarchs <laughs> should get a fucking job. Yeah, Luke, you're going to love this. Do something uh -huh. for once in your life. <laughs> the funniest thing out of all the Queen dying discourse is that Meghan Markle is actually older than all of the former grandchildren. Her husband, his brother, and his <laughs> wife. That's true. <laughs> That's fantastic. But everyone is so upset about people laughing at her death. I'm sure the Irish, Indians, Barbadians, and uh, anyone else who was colonized by that inbred family aren't fucking mourning. 
Fuck monarchy and fuck capitalism. At least the English Commonwealth figured out how to do the metric system in healthcare. Alec Bohm gif. Yeah. Fucking hate this place. I love that. I remember that. That was the night Alec Bohm made three errors in one game back in April. That was a great night. That was funny. Alec Bohm is a third baseman for the Phillies, for those of you that have no idea who he is. That's putting it mildly. I play fantasy baseball and I don't even know. Uh, yeah, that's true. You don't. But I wouldn't expect you to know Alec Bohm, although he was. I would expect you to know him because he was an up-and-comer and you like prospects. You're into that shit. Oh, oh, Anyways. okay. Okay, yeah, okay. I do know I do know him. I uh, yes. No, I, I remember the name now, but okay. Well, he's not on my team, so you don't exist if you're not on my team. Uh, <laughs> he's right though. Uh, I was okay. So here's the other, here's the other side of the story to me getting a, to me getting the job. Remember I told you about the Silverhawks thing Sure. that I was, uh, and honestly, of, of course, if it comes down to me getting a job over Silverhawks reference, that's insane. But I couldn't believe that somebody that I was interviewing with had a Silverhawks, uh, figurine behind their, you know, in the background of their in the background of their uh, what do you call it their video in any event mm -hmm. i was talking to the recruiter the recruiter who i was working with to kind of set up interviews and whatnot is irish and i told her right when she called me i was like oh yeah we i just got back from my just got back from my uh, honeymoon from england and we were there when the queen died and i could I could tell she's Irish uh, based on the accent, you know, uh, Irish and, and Scottish is, is so different. And we had just been in Scotland, too. So I was able like it. It was something I could like hear it right away. And I was like, oh, are you Irish? And she was like, yeah, I go, were you dancing the jig when the queen died? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a very it's a very risky comment wow, to make, dude. When you're a prospective employee, it's a very risky comment to make. But. Uh, I said that and she goes, well, I don't think she goes, I, I, I don't dance the jig, but that's pretty much right. And oh. I wouldn't be surprised if that was also part of it. But it's because, you know, the rest of these fucking morons are just it was nonstop with this fucking coverage nonstop every fucking day for like that's 10 straight days. In, in England, and then it was like when we got home, it was just, you know, seven, ten straight fucking days of that shit here, and it's like you got to be kidding me. Yeah, he he nails it. Irish, Indians, uh, you know, people in Barbados, like, give me a fucking break. That fucking yeah, empire and you're ugly. Is a decrepit fucking, like, monument to just, just absolute opprobrium. You're living in the past, man. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll and if you know if they if they if the monarchy actually meant something, or if the monarchy was uh, actually cared about the people, for instance, which of course it doesn't, we know that uh, it, they would fucking give it up, and they would redistribute all of the fucking wealth, all of oh, those yeah. ill-gotten gains. They're they're like they're like smog sitting on top of that fucking pile of gold. Just give it back. Give it back to the people in whatever fucking form you want. I don't give a shit what countries it goes to, uh, if it goes to your own country, but give it back. Give it back to the fucking people and completely uh, destroy the, the monarchy. Fucking turn Buckingham Palace into a museum or set it on fire. One of the two.
fool and his money are lucky enough to get together in the first place. Yeah, the royals are fools, and they were lucky enough to get together in the first place. He is miserable. Yeah, most miserable people in the world, and they're wealthy as fuck. Ten times over. Even my girlfriend's mom, they're Canadians, you know, and the queen means a little bit more right. in Canada. It didn't mean anything to them, but uh, she was disappointed because she said the queen could have ended world hunger many times over if she would have got rid of, like, five jewels. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, that's it. I agree with what Luke and says there. The, the, the queen's jewels are sitting in a in a fucking glass case. Like, give me a goddamn break. Well, Sid's got another email, and this one is different. This one's about this could be challenging for some of you. It's about Kobe. Kobe. Kobe is Roy Halliday. I'm not just. Oh, these are called saved tweets, by the way. I guess he never he never got the nerve <laughs> to publish them, or he just forgot to publish them. Either way, I like the title. That's cool because we've all got. A lot of emails we try, we wanted to write or we started writing. There's still drafts. We never sent them, and for good reason. Sometimes we have to think about self-preservation. So it's okay, uh, Sid. Sid, I will say that's kind of that's a great idea for like a segment, like a like save tweets. Yeah, save tweets. Like just save or emails text, or drafted texts. You know, texts and drafts. Yeah, uh, emails and drafts. It is Holy a good idea. Shit, I've got so many of those. I go back to drafts like sometimes, it. and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm glad I didn't send that shit," or <laughs> you know, the, or the opposite. Hell yeah, I love it. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can turn that into something because that is a great idea. And Sid, we'll give you full credit to you, of course, here on the Is It Safe Talk Show. He is miserable. No, he's not. He's fucking happy. He just released all of his anger about the queen and the monarchy and what a load of crap it is. But Sid wants to focus on Kobe here. Kobe is Roy Halliday. Hmm. Roy Halliday is a pitcher who died recently. I'm not just saying that because they both died in aeronautical accidents. Oh, okay. I don't I don't see any fucking documentaries about Doc Holliday. Roy, that is. They call him Doc. Pretty unoriginal. Uh, Netflix has some fucking Team USA doc, the Redeem team. Basically an all-star team versus the world. What the fuck did you expect to happen? Yeah, the first Dream team, they murdered everyone. It was stupid. Uh, everyone the needs... Team? Well, I'm sorry, what's that? Oh, the Redeem team was... A, oh, that's right. That So the Redeem team was a 2008, I believe, off the top of my head, when like LeBron and Kobe and everybody's like, all right, because the USA lost in 04 or 2000 in the Olympics, and we, they had never lost since NBA players became allowed to play in what is supposed to be an amateur event, by the way. Um, yeah, but they were, yeah, the, sure. they were the first team to not win the gold medal once the All-Star studs became allowed to play in the Olympics. So that was the 08 team, I think, was redeemed team. Like, all right, we got all the best players in the world from the NBA, LeBron and Kobe, and everybody came together and murdered everyone just to redeem the United States and, you know, reestablish their superpower status by winning a basketball tournament. So, you you got to yeah. love you got to love the like redemption over a bunch of amateur players from other countries. Well, no. Jesus OK, in fairness to now all the professionals were playing, too. So all the guys in the NBA, which was becoming more uh, the demographics were changing with all the international players playing in the NBA. So they got to play, too. So guys like Manu Ginobili and shit like that, they got to play for their teams, Argentina, Brazil and such. So I will say that. Anyways, who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. Wow, dude. Uh, back to Sid saying, everyone needs to get off Kobe's dick. Wow. Yeah, that's a wild dude. Wow, dude. Let's not forget, he raped someone. Ooh. Well, as I mean, as uh, one of our as one of our best friends said, he's a uh, rapist at worst, adulterer at best. So hmm. because it was still alleged, and I guess I don't think 
that's been never even went to trial. I mean, I don't right, know. Right, right. It got settled, yeah. right? So it got it got settled for money. So yeah, rapist probably. or worst. Ad, it got it disappeared. Like she just she didn't want to challenge it, so it kind of just fizzled. <laughs> yeah. She might have gotten money. She, she may have gotten money. She, I don't know. Yeah. She'd rather be a millionaire well, than have... lucky enough to get together in the first place. So, yeah, than be in the it, fucking public eye for like the next twenty years. Kobe was all about like getting the most out of life and maximizing everything at any cost. He is miserable. Maybe he was a miserable guy or maybe he found peace. He also grew up in a world that he had a spotlight on him and he made mistakes. I'm not excusing fucking a rape allegation at all. I'm not I'm just saying Dude, that, the, uh, you know, you, you never want to be remembered for the worst thing you ever did. And hopefully I hope that he didn't rape that woman back in 2003 in Colorado. We'll, we'll never know the exact truth of that as far as I know, and I'm not standing up for either side. I'm just putting out the facts that the case was fizzled, and that could happen anytime, especially when someone was as big in the world as Kobe was. His celebrity and his power allowed him the opportunity to do whatever the fuck he wanted and probably get any type of charge dismissed. That's why I was shocked when I first heard it. We lived at the dump at the time. That was in 2003 in the summer, right before the dump was ending. I remember hearing it on the radio. I was like, oh, what? What the fuck? I was listening to sports radio. I was really surprised Holy by fuck. it. That was yeah. that long ago? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was like June I had no idea it was that long ago. My God. Yes. At any rate, Kobe's dead now, but Sid's pissed. So he says, <laughs> let's not forget. Fuck Kobe. If he would have drove his daughter like any kind of normal father, they'd still be alive. Wow. That is harsh. Uh, not to, That's not Kobe's fault. He's dead that, you know, a pilot in a company didn't keep up on their maintenance. You know, or a pilot got too cocky and thought that he could fly through fog. That's not Kobe's fault. I will say that, Sid. I, I got to keep it real. I don't want to agree with everything that everyone says all the time. So the pilot error was involved in that helicopter trash because that pilot thought he was a badass who could fly through fog in a fountain mountainous area. If he would have drove his daughter, okay, you got that. So not to speak ill of the dead, but fuck Kobe, fucking Academy Award winning dickhead. Wow, dude. Wow, dude. That's intense, Sid. All right. Um, I don't really, okay. Yeah, he was an important player of a generation, but he's not anywhere close to top 10 player. Ooh, that's what Sid says, by the way. And he says in parentheses, a lot of people think he is a top 10 player. I don't you know. Kobe's a, Kobe's a Hall of Famer. Definitely one of the 20 best players ever. Definitely the biggest motor, the most intensity, right next to Jordan of all time as a player, if you want to go that route. And you know, he won five championships, but Shaquille O'Neal was in his prime for the first three of them. So those were really important to Kobe. I think it's important to establish that point as well. But that's just my two cents. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, great, good. Because I don't even want to... I mean, Kobe, as a player, I know that Danny you know, Danny loves the NBA, and I could talk NBA a lot. I do enjoy the NBA. And Kobe was a great player, but you know, this just seems strange. We're talking about him as a player, then as like a rapist, and then as like someone who's... <laughs> him, and his daughter, him and his daughter died in a, in a helicopter crash... Uh, you know, celebrity is always going to be mourned because supposedly, and in this case, you know, Kobe got to the highest mountain of his profession. That's true. So people will always respect people who do great things or unique things that not everybody else can do. So I will say that. That's just, that's not just, 
a U.S. thing. People always admire that across the world. Kobe was beloved, too, because he was seen as, like, a renaissance man. He was seen as, like, a classy guy who was in—he spoke Italian, you know, because his father played in Italy growing up. And everybody saw Kobe as this guy who was very intellectual, too. There's a lot of people who saw him that way. And he was that way. He was a smart dude. Um, I don't know. Kobe hate. I just, yeah, I got nothing out there. Uh, but I do have something to say about this last part of Sid's email. In that regard, he is still Roy Halladay. Basketball to baseball isn't a one-to-one. But Roy Halladay, a top 30 starting pitcher all time? To me, no. And I fucking love Doc, but he just isn't a top 30 pitcher. Much love, Sid. P.S. Oh, we got a P.S. We don't get a lot of P.S.s, Luke. P.S. Mr. Pink, call me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mr. Pink, give Sid a call. I don't think Sid left his number, though. So. But yeah. Roy, yeah, Roy Halladay died in a plane crash. That was about five years ago, four years ago. I didn't even know that. I guess because he, he wasn't on my he wasn't on my roster, so I guess I completely well he had it. he he had retired. He had just left baseball, so he was two years out of the league, and uh, he crashed <laughs> oh, his man, private. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm telling you, th- those are facts. These are facts. He was out of the league by then, and he was retired in Florida, and he was flying around his private plane somewhere Ooh. near Tampa, outside of the Tampa area. By the way, which is getting hammered by a hurricane right now. I hope you guys are all okay out there. Please take care of yourselves. That's putting it mildly. Right? Yeah. We're all praying. Yeah, that, that fucking Thoughts and prayers, gonna, guys. Yeah, it's going to hit It's gonna hit our buddy uh, Steve in the Carolinas uh, by tomorrow. Oh, is he, he going to die? I hope not. <laughs> it's not a hurricane anymore. It's a tropical storm, first off. Tropical depression, whatever the fuck it is. Now. And... People survive. Some people may have died in a hurricane. It sucks. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking of my friend Yancey, who actually was a big fan of our show early on. I haven't heard. Yancey's never emailed us. I don't know if he listens oh, yeah. all the time. But he lives in Fort Myers, and it went right through Fort Myers when it was a hurricane. So I hope Yancey's okay. I, I heard on Twitter that he was. He had no cell service, and it was pretty fucked up. So, you know, uh, you know, that's actually a guy I know who I really like. He's a good, sweet human being, and he sounds like shit got fucked up. So... I guess maybe I'm being a little, I don't want to be unkind. If you, you know, if your life got fucked up by a hurricane, that sucks. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. You know, if we were one of those podcasts where we had like a, like a donation link or something, we would share it. I, <laughs> I'm, not ex- I'm not exactly sure what really helps uh, people in these types of crises, but I imagine. Okay, I didn't know that. I imagine there are some nonprofits and whatnot that we can donate to, so. I would assume. Sure. And you can all about, maybe up. you'll get 40% of that money because, of course, these charities, the fucking charity yep. industrial complex is so fucking bogus, man. It is one of my biggest pet peeves in this country. In fact, I wanted to start like a YouTube channel or a show that focused on exploiting charities and how little money actually gets to people that helps them. Because of all this money that is donated all the time by celebrities across the country, there's always these pledge drives and these huge things for hurricanes, for tornado relief, for uh, fucking fires in California, right? We have these things happen all the time. And then just the regular ills of society that are constantly there, like poverty and homelessness and hunger and just just at a minimum. But... Nothing ever changes. No, there, there's there's a there's yeah. a great book by Peter Singer called The Life You Can Save, which it basically it it is literally um it is literally like honestly for the price of like coffee a week or whatever, 
Um, you can. <laughs> we, we can We've already done we that before feed, on the show, by can, the way. We can feed fucking everybody. But in this book, he's got a, he's got a, uh, yeah, he's got like pages and pages of all these charities and like how much, what percentage of every dollar goes to the actual people that need it, and he gives grades for all of these, all of these charities. So yeah it's, okay, it's like uh yeah look up yeah it's been done a little bit but you know hey listen if you're actually considering donating um i would consider looking at uh this just look up peter singer and then like charities and you'll you'll see you'll see these you'll see a list of charities that you can you can uh look at investigate or whatever capitalism at its finest good call yep oh yeah all right um by the way so uh, yes, I got a huge beef with because I want to. I would love for charities to be a real thing. In fact, that's why I actually gave credit to uh, Bezos's ex-wife, who just straight gave money directly, like billions of dollars out instead of going through all this bullshit. And it was seemed as it was looked at as a radical thing at the time. Okay, I didn't know that because that's just not how these philanthropic philanthropic routines <laughs> these balls and these events and the these galas and all this horse shit that goes down man it's all fucking bogus and i've got a real beef with it so i hope that yeah i hope that you know, I'm glad someday, you're coming around i'm glad you're yeah. coming around yeah. i'm trying it's been a while since we heard this one so it's always good to get it on ceo entrepreneur you now Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett amateurs can fucking suck it fuck their wives drink their blood come on Jeff get them yeah <laughs> love it uh, man, never, gets, never old. gets old so funny but uh you know Roy Halliday died because he was addicted to opioids that's why he crashed his fucking private plane um, he'd already been in a lot of rehabs. There's a whole story. There's a really great write-up. Are you sure, that are you I, sure it wasn't because he was just a terrible pilot? No, uh, he'd been don't doing blame, that for a don't while. Don't blame opioids, man. Come on. Oh, I'll blame the opioids because he was high as fuck. We know that. That's a fact. So <laughs> Came in a little too low, and he died right off the coast there on western Florida, and that was it. And there's a really great write-up that I read maybe a year or two ago that gave a really in-depth, you know, profile piece about Roy Halliday and all the times he'd been in rehab. I mean, it's been a real problem for him, you know. Like, this wasn't a... They'd kept it a secret, but now that he died, you know, it's the whole thing. Oh, shit, he died. So maybe we should try to help other people since he's dead with his story. And, you know, he could have helped people when he was alive. But then again, it's so easy to say, and I completely completely understand this because it's not easy to just openly tell your story to millions of people like that especially when there's so much stigma and shit around it so i, I understand that but uh there's a piece on espn that came out in 2020 it's called inside roy halliday's struggle with pain and addiction and it goes through all the shit that happened with his addiction until unfortunately he crashed and that was that so that was in 2017 that he died 
by the way. And he might have been a questionable pilot who was out of his depth. It, it might have been a radical plane that he was flying to. So it might have been a combination, Luke. I'm, I'm not going to rule that out entirely. I won't. He well, bought I mean... a plane. Oh, see, okay, look, I can give this to you. In 2017, Halliday bought a plane that he'd been posting about on social media for nearly two years. The Icon A5, which was a amphibious aircraft. So the ones where you can, like, land in water, right? Uh-huh. And the Icon A5 had been involved in an incident earlier that year. Uh, the company's chief engineer and test pilot were killed. <laughs> Shit. When the Icon A5, your test pilot and chief engineer die in testing. That's bad. When they crashed in California near the company's headquarters. But the NTSB determined the crash was not due to the plane's design, but rather to the pilot's failure to maintain clearance from the terrain. So, okay, of course, right? Because we can't sell this fucking plane if we don't get the fucking clearance from the NTSB, right? That's my guess on that one. Wow, dude. But then Big Roy told the NTSB that shortly after Halliday took possession of the Icon A5. By the way, Big Roy is Roy Halliday's dad. Yeah. So that's if, yeah. Yeah, we pretty much assume that. Well, I don't know. If, yeah. if your name if your name is Roy, uh, then you you definitely got a big Roy in your family. Big Roy. T- <laughs> yeah, big Roy. There's I'm no so way funny. there's okay, no I way there's one Roy and there's no other Roy. There's a Roy and there's a big Roy. <laughs> Whatever, motherfucker. Okay, that's fair. Uh okay. <laughs> so, Big Roy told the NTSB that after Halliday bought this plane, the one that had a crash earlier in the year, uh, he confronted Roy Halliday about his drug use. So what's the situation with the medication? You cannot mix that with flying, son. Halliday assured him that at the time he wasn't taking any medication. Oh, boy. So when Halliday visited Icon's headquarters, the founder of the plane company personally spoke with Halliday about the company's low-flying Low altitude flying guideline. Okay, so maybe they actually really learned something from that when the chief engineer and the test pilot died because in this situation, they told Halliday, you can't fly too low with this plane. It's dangerous. So, okay. All right, maybe it was more legit. So when the guidelines were written, it mirrors those of the FAA, and they clearly state that a pilot should remain at least 500 feet from any person, vessel, vehicle, or structure except on takeoffs and landings. But Halliday... Halliday didn't fly responsibly. A report from the NTSB released in mid-April shows that on October 26, 2017, 12 days before his fatal crash, Roy Halliday flew under the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. Under it! Which has 180 feet of vertical clearance over Tampa Bay. Jesus Christ. Fucking adrenaline junkie high out of his mind flying around in this plane. <laughs> just do, athletes can just do whatever they want in this country. Wait, yeah, who's... Who's the pitcher? Was it Jose uh, Jose Fernandez? Oh right? yeah, that was the oh, year yeah. before too. Yeah, that was the yeah. year before this happened. He died. So yeah, just like but uh, Halliday, barrel, they don't pay just attention to that barreling shit. along the coast, just flying along the coast, high on fucking uh, cocaine and booze and whatever the fuck, uh, going like a hundred miles an hour or some shit in a boat, well, like very were, fast at three in the morning on and ran three into a jetty. in the morning in the in the pitch black, pitch mm-hmm. black. Ran into a jetty. Where, that was it. Dead instantly. Yep. What's a jetty? Well, like? why don't you cry about it? Saddlebags. It was pretty sad. I mean, he didn't deserve to die. No. He wanted no, to get high saying, and have fun, but yeah. Mike, what's what's a jetty? Oh, it's a, uh, it's the rocks that jut out of uh, the coastal lines. Yeah, they ran into like, a big pile of rocks. These fucking yes. idiots. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. If you're going, if you're, oh my god, 
And and you just got paid like, I don't know, like $40 million or whatever. And okay, you want to party? Great. Go for it. Go party. Um, mm-hmm. but I think you can hire a I think you can hire like a boat driver, right? They call them pilots. <laughs> Do they call them pilot captains? You can't well, hire a captain way, for a few hours that can look the other way. Yeah. Well, you know, these guys, he was young. He did deserve to die, but he was young and living fast. And why would you want the, to? Why would you want to drive your own fucking boat? Why would you want to bother? Oh, I would. I would love to drive my own boat. That's not a weird thing to think of. Come on. Of course, at you three would. in the morning I'd at a hundred miles an hour across, like very close to. Well, uh, not no, line. not in those conditions. No, like, that that's what I mean. Good. That's what I mean. Not in those yeah, conditions. No, it's great. Yeah, that's different. No, get a get a jet ski. Have some fun. Like get a jet ski, something you can't drink on. You know, unless you've got one of those helmets. Well, do anything in the daylight. The, Just do anything in the daylight. Right go in crazy mouth. in the daylight. Yeah, daylight. Go wild yeah. is the key thing here. Go wild during the day. Go fucking nuts during the day. Do not. I learned that living around the lake culture with the boat we had. We had the pontoon boat, remember, and uh, going yes. on the pontoon a lot around Zuki yes. Lake and the chain of lakes here in the Ann Arbor slash Livingston County area. And it was fun, but you know, some assholes died because they blew through a no wake zone, which is the link between two lakes between Zuki Lake and strawberry Lake. This is over in uh, Livingston County, Pinckney Hamburg area. And these guys blew through this no wake zone at one in the morning and they crashed right into another fucking boat and they died. And I remember hearing that. I'm like, Oh my God, that's insane. And I love, I did some dumb shit during the day. I'll admit this freely. Got to come correct. (laughs) There's a lot of drinking, Drinking in boats are just fucking standard issue. It's summertime. It's a boat. There's music. It, everyone's got their shirts off. Everyone's ready to fuck. And it's just like boozing and partying and it's chaos. But it's all during the daylight. And I, you know, I was definitely too drunk on some boats. No doubt about it. But it was all daytime. I would never, ever want to be out there. I like being out there at night, but I wouldn't move at all. I have to, I would just be moored and would not move. But I wouldn't even want to be out there yeah. moored because you never know which asshole is going to blow through. I don't know what moored means, but I'm thinking anchored. I just like I, to be anchored, locked in, you know, not going anywhere. I do think I do think the next Bad Max should be. Wait, um, well, you don't like, know your like fucking nautical terms at I'm all. Kidding. You? I'm just kidding. Bad <laughs> Max. The next Mad Max should be like Mad Max moored, and it should just be like a, a fucking boat, just a boat race, just some fucking psychotic. Uh, just boat law. Everybody's out there on their own. Like the entire government is. No, nah, no, nah, fuck this. Yeah, the entire government is crumbled. Uh, just a bunch of guys, <laughs> just a bunch of guys with fucking koozies and like you know beer helmets and shit, just like riding boats with uh, no licenses. It's just a wild. It's just gonna be a wild fucking run. Just too guys, guys in pontoons, all pontoons too. There, there are literally no speedboats in Mad Max uh, Fury more. Uh, there's. Oh, no, fucking... <laughs> no speedboat. It's the slow. It's the slowest, dumbest fucking movie you've ever seen in your life. But people are very insane, which I think yeah, is what it's fair. like uh, pontooning around. You know, everybody freaks out, uh, but there's really nothing, nothing to worry about. It's pontoon. It's fine. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. That should have been Jose Fernandez. He, he would be alive if he called the right guy and had somebody drive his boat. <laughs> instead and not been out the boat that late frankly <laughs> at any rate so yeah we got to move on i mean we've been the... talking about I know roy we holiday I... this is the roy holiday segment jesus christ well it's just mind-blowing that he fucking flew under the goddamn bridge there in tampa bay that's and then he dies 12 days later it's fucking hilarious he a few days after flying under that bridge hell they posted on twitter he posted on twitter 
flying the Icon A5 low over the water is like flying a fighter jet exclamation point. What an asshole. I, I, I know he's dead, of, but you can still be an asshole. I'm kind of with him, though, like in a way. Like, you remember that that Bill Burr bit where the, the guy, the guy, it's like based on a, a story where the guy like fucking went up into the helicopter, like opened the door and fucking just jumped out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, you know, he's uh, he's like going on his own terms. Like, this guy has a death wish. This guy has like, he is an adrenaline junkie. He's pushing Oopsie the daisy. Shit pushing to shit to the limit uh he went under a bridge is that what you were saying under a bridge yeah and then he's tweeted about it fucking insane that's absolutely yeah. insane so this is an insane person. he lost touch with reality man it was gonna guy, yeah it was going to happen at some point this is why and the so, connection here between you know, kobe and halliday is actually legit then because that was the whole point of sid's email both these guys thought they were above the law probably above anything because they had and this is what happens with athlete culture, and you know this, Luke. Athletes get to do whatever they want, however they want. Everyone kisses their ass from the moment they can show the hint or a glimpse of talent because people want to glom onto them and, you know, suck from the tit of power that an athlete can gain by being good at what they do. And Roy Halladay wasn't a, addicted to drugs. He was addicted to painkillers many times over, and he went to rehabs, oh. and he tried to get his life together. And I empathize with all oh. that, but that doesn't separate from... The part that made him arrogant about his plane and his ability to fly. There's multiple so, things going on here at once. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. You had hubris. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. No, you had hubris the whole mix. Uh, it it and youth too. I mean, like honestly, when he died, he probably was less than forty, right? And. I I don't know, man. He did throw a no uh, hitter in a playoff game ten years ago. That I, that's really amazing. My, that is amazing. My tits are my tits are historically powerless. Uh, nobody was sucking on these. Uh, I was oh. a decent. I was a decent athlete in high school. I was never more than that. And so, no, I don't quite. I don't quite understand uh, the this fucking. You guy. have failed. Yeah, these these guys that just. <laughs> um, they feel like they own the town, but you know what's hilarious is like, oh yeah, you own the town. You own some fucking small piece of shit. Yeah. Town. Like, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Fucking yeah, run yourself under the ground with opioids. <laughs> That's always oh, look, the case. I, I empathize with we that. We gotta move I on. Dude. With... Come on. This is this is too much. I empathize I, with I, that. I know, I know you do. We should we should talk more about the thing that's actually important about this and not about fucking Roy Halliday. Who the hell knows who he is? Except you and Sid. A lot of people know who he is. Everyone knows who Roy Halladay is. He was an well, icon I, in Philadelphia, I remember him bouncing in around. Toronto. Oh, nope, nope. I remember him bouncing around on the fucking waiver wire. That's about it. I don't know. That's the end of his career, though. That's the end exactly. of his career. He's all. That's when I started team. playing fantasy. That's the only right. Time so you're I've coming from your own perspective, and you're coming from your own perspective. Then Canada adore Roy Halladay. Perspective, and you're and no, and I'm not. No, you're subjecting anybody who listens to this to you're like not listening. Fifteen you're not minutes listening. of Roy Halladay shit. That's your own opinion. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Roy Halliday is, is a Canadian is icon. He's a okay. Canadian icon. Do we have Canadian listeners? I hope so. I really hope so. All right, uh, we got Alaska. Danny, that's close enough. We'll take that for now. All right, we got uh, Richard. <laughs> Thank you, Richard's sir. back with an, another email from Richard. Yeah, yeah, Sid, I, everything you said about the monarchy, I loved. Uh, I have a few. I'd love to discuss some of that stuff you said about Kobe and Doc. 
holiday with you, Sid, at another time. Uh, Richard's back with more questions. This is written yesterday, so the <laughs> other questions were from a week ago. He's got three more questions, very minimal this time, not as intense as the last go-around, but... Whatever, motherfucker! Let's dive in. Terminator AI... That's putting it mildly. ...or nuclear war. Which one, assuming no crossover between them, is going to bring us all down? Uh, AI. Oh, yeah. Nuclear war... There's no, people that I mean, will stop it. I know people are yes people in the in governments, but they're gonna not, they're gonna prevent a nuclear war. They will. No, the nuclear Terminator war AI. is yeah. It's nuclear war is the uh, the ultimate like MacGuffin of liberal politics. <laughs> That's funny, but yes, AI is real. The singularity it will happen eventually. I, I truly believe that. I. I don't think, yeah, I, I honestly don't think that's uh, going to be the end of us either. I think. Uh, no, 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 I don't either. What's, but what's bringing us all happen. down? But what's bringing us all down? Is it going to be Terminator AI mm, or nuclear war? Probably a super bug that's not COVID. Something yeah, like see, that's really the thing. Good. It's the, what, what brings us down is going to be like literally us uh, because we're setting the goddamn planet on fire and that's going to. Yeah, create- yeah. That's yes. going to create waves and waves and waves of millions of migrants that have no place to live. Uh, and it's going to be the most massive refugee crisis. And it's going to fucking happen within the next like 30 years. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when our kids grow up, they are, they're going to be in the middle of this shit. And like they might not even be in a fucking habitable planet at that point. It's going to be so fucking yep. bad. Everyone is That's going a good to one. be fleeing to i don't know fucking flee to canada for real this time get up and get up into the center of canada that's true global warming's not a oh, hoax yeah. climate change is it, real we're not even yeah. going to debate that on the show we're not even going to discuss that point we're just telling you directly no no i'm just saying yeah, ai ai is not the threat nuclear war is not the threat the threat is literally all the little incremental bullshit things that we do constantly day in day out that is gonna actually fucking destroy us that that's that is the that is the the fucking i guess uh you know tragedy of uh of the human race is we've got an we've got a set of economic systems that none of us uh completely understand and uh most of the world seems to appreciate or fucking devote themselves to one over the other so they devote themselves to the one that's destroying us as opposed to the one that might actually fucking liberate us but yeah that's it so yeah, that's what's gonna I kill us. Everyone a oh. fucking hero in death. Yeah, and I don't understand that shit. Okay, all right, moving on. I guess. Yeah, John Scott. Well, John Scott knows what he's saying. So right. I mean, listen. He knows what's Fuck up. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Fuck for you. joining in, John. I, I knew he'd make it to the show eventually. All right. Uh, thank he's you very much, Richard, here. for question number. Oh, he's never going anywhere. He doesn't question anything, right? Without, without even batting an eyelash. Yeah, without even batting an eyelash. John Scott is always here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the question number two, since it's spooky season again, which one of the following movies do you prefer if you had to watch? First off, I do love Halloween. Uh, actually, so wait, are we going to be... Uh, I assume you guys are going to be there. because Me and Leanne are uh, committed. We're going to Richard's Halloween party this year. It's happening. <laughs> what are you talking about? I believe we should be there as well. I believe you guys are pretty regular there, as far as I know. So, and we've been invited so many years now, and I haven't been able to go. I'm finally making it happen. So that'd be exciting. A little side note about Halloween there. Oh, yeah. Which should be a good time. People don't know Rich who are listening to our show. Rich puts on this. It's like a, it could be a fucking live band there. This is like a serious party. Like not a shitty, 
alt rock student band and quote old school. No, it's like fucking Snoop Dogg's going to show up. It's awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, which of these, if you had to watch, I don't, but having said that, I love Halloween. I'm a big fan of the fun. I get into it. I don't, you know, I don't take it too seriously, but I have a good time. I'm silly with it, but I'm not a big fan of scary films and watching thrillers and the mixture of sex and violence that is perpetually involved in most of these slasher <laughs> films where like someone's fucking. Yes. I love it. Perpetually. Yeah. That's a good word. Goddamn like right. It. I'm sticking with it. I, I was half between perpetuity and perpetuating and that's how i ended up there so hey what can i do uh yeah sleepy hollow Ernest scared stupid oh god hocus pocus or beetlejuice beetlejuice that's the best of the four easy so yeah it is I yeah mean, don't it is no, it is you know. no question sleepy i wouldn't saw I mean, sleepy hollow in the Ernest theater scared stupid for Ernest scared stupid is also um it's, it's fun. interesting it's interesting for entirely different reasons but, sure it is, but Beetlejuice is the class of the four. But yes, I mean, if we I would to love pick to see Ernest out of those four, yeah. If we're picking out of those four, it's um, Beetlejuice is the better one. But I'd probably prefer to phony watch, like, opinion starts to like petrify into a fact when X number of people believe it. I think Thanks, Sleepy John. Hollow actually would be a better movie if it had if it had no plot at all. Like if they just took the plot out of it and it was just all moody, you know, kind of dark imagery, it'd be actually a better. Everything movie. is always the same, and everything is getting terrible. I saw Sleepy Hollow go. in the theater. I remember it very well. Nineteen ninety nine. Did you? Oh, okay, I went on yeah. a date with a girl. I was living in Detroit with my father's first time in my life I ever lived with my father, and I was living in Detroit. Went on a date with this girl, and she was very attractive, and I was very excited about it. And we left halfway through the movie. She hated it, and she left, and it was over. And I was like, what the fuck? What happened? You left this halfway through the movie? She didn't like Yeah, she... Okay, wait a minute. That's not like a walkout movie. That's not like that. I know That's it's not. that bad. I know. Unless, unless she, she was it. like... Unless she's like a fucking serious film critic, and she literally was like, "This is bullshit," and she. My got best up guess is I stunk really out. bad. That's my oh, theory. That's is possible. I was you so disgusting. Have, yeah. yeah, yeah, like I just had like the worst breath that night, and she's like, "I have to get out of this. What? What can I do? Can I blame the movie? I'll blame the movie. Yeah, blame yeah, the movie. Okay. <laughs> that's fine by me. Yeah. So, yeah. What are you talking about? So because yeah, that, that wasn't that, that was bad of a move. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't like I got to get up and no. leave and waste my money. But you're connected to this story. So I left and I came up to you and Dave's Central. apartment. Yes. Yeah. I remember when you guys had everybody over to play hockey oh on the pond. God. So, oh, my God, I remember I this. immediately I immediately drove up there. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I got to get out of here. It's the weekend. And Holy I drove shit. up to stay with you guys. And then everybody played hockey on Saturday. I believe the. I, I did it on Friday night, and I came up Friday, and then we played hockey on Saturday. That's how I recall that happening. I, okay, my my recollection, and see, this is the problem with my my memory. It sucks because when I'm and you don't know when I'm right, when I'm actually right, nobody can trust me, and that that that's really upsetting because unfortunately, <laughs> I can never I can never actually be the bearer of truth. But I seem that's to recall. Wait. Mildly. Nope, you might be right because uh, there was several other situations that I might be getting it mixed up with where you uh, mm. you were supposed to meet up with somebody and you were at our apartment and you were like, yeah, I, I'm not, uh, I don't want to drive all the way back to Detroit for this date. And I think you, <laughs> uh, I think you stood somebody up. He is I think miserable. You were, 
I think you were in our oh, apartment yeah. and you were like, you were going back mm. and forth, back and forth. You were debating. Do I stay here? Do I go on the state? I don't want to be an asshole. Do I stay? Do I stay here? Do I go on the state? And it was back and forth, back and forth. And like, yeah. it got down to like, it got down to like the last like 10 minutes that you had a window where you could say, I like, think, and I didn't I'm go not right? showing up and you just didn't go. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, you know, I could eh, be mixing up it. my stories here. Yeah. I could be mixing up my stories. You're no, right. no, I it's think it, 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 there was probably a four or five times that we all hung out at that apartment and there was some like hockey being played and all that. But there were a lot of people are actually dumb. There were so many times where you had the same conundrum. You were always rocking the same conundrum. You had the same conundrum every <laughs> time you fucking showed up. It was always like, that's funny. Oh, hey, dude. And you're like, oh, I got a date going on here in about an hour. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? It, that happened multiple <laughs> times. I love driving. It wasn't once. It wasn't a special occurrence. You just you. Always I had a had car dates. that worked, too. Yeah, I had a car had that worked, too. Days. It was exciting. It was a very nice 1993 <laughs> Ford Taurus. I love driving that car. So and I hadn't oh had a car God. for a while. Yeah. So it was nice to be back Taurus. on the road. I just love being a road warrior again. That green Taurus. It was a good car. My dad was true. My dad, my dad was really, really nice to me. It's true. He gave me a car. He paid for me to go to community college and he gave me a place to live for free. And I had nothing. I was shit. So I got to give him credit. He did try there. And I want to give my dad a round of applause. For that. You know, he's got a lot of shit over the years. Hasn't made all the right decisions, but he, he did a good one there, Dad. Good on you. Uh, well, he's, he's by no the way, this who was a cold stepdad who never gave you love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was the intro to the show for like six weeks, two months. So everyone really got that one burned in their brain. I'm sure who, you guys listen to our. If you notice, guys, we don't. I try to update the intros when I can, but it means I have to go through all the audio and like pick it out and clip it. So it, when I get a new yeah. one, I just let it sit there for a while now, and then I'll I'll update it every like six weeks or two months. And we have a new one. I updated a couple weeks ago. So. All right, Sleepy Hollow, we covered that. Uh, Part three of this question from Rich. Which is the lamest Halloween costume of all time? Cowboy gun, army guy, or cat girl? Uh, Who cares? Cowboy guy, army guy, cat girl. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we got to, you're right. We got to finish these two and get out of here because I'm running behind. Uh, Truckload of T's and P's is the title of this one. This is already funny for Mr. Pink. Truckload of T's and P's. I have... Go bag ready, and it's full of T's and P's to ship down to Florida to help out those Floridians affected by Hurricane Ian. It's going to suck, and I'm sure there will be loss of life, so I'm trying to temper my snark. But it's still Florida, so dot, dot, dot. You guys watching the Dahmer <laughs> series on not? Hey, hey, you guys catching the Dahmer series on Netflix? I'm about two-thirds of the way through. What else can we say about Dahmer? What the fuck? Don't we already know? He cooked brains. He was a cannibal. He... Pr- I, mean, I just don't find him interesting. I, I, I find him insanely boring. It's just, it's yeah, another. He preyed on the homosexual community. Psycho. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Just, it's, yeah. just gro- it's just a gross fucking weirdo that's uh, completely psychotic that, you know, is fucking cannibal and all. Like, I don't know. What's interesting that's about that? You know, when it comes to the serial killer thing, the only thing I seem to be interested in is like Zodiac. It's like the killers <laughs> that were never found. That's the oh, kind well, of, you're blowing it then, a, though. But that's the kind of shit that I like. I like the I like the ones that's like, oh, here are the five suspects, and then think about that, and then just move on. I don't. Yeah, I, I honestly, it's like Dahmer. Ed I Dean, have no interest. Ed Dean was good. 
Well, I have no interest in getting into their heads and all that shit or getting into like Ed Gaines head or uh, any, any of that. It doesn't. They would be so much more interesting to me if we still haven't caught them like that. Who are they? I, I don't know what what part of the pathology that's all about, but like I'm on that side of the pathology. Like I actually would rather would rather have them still out there. <laughs> I'd rather wow. I'd rather have them not caught. Wow, uh, dude. Yeah, that Apparently, fun, yeah. But you know, if they caught the Zodiac, I'd be a lot less interested in the Zodiac case. Yeah, I just no. I can't watch Dahmer. It just it's too gross. Sorry, Mr. Pink, but uh yeah, he's about two thirds of the way through. I find it interesting. I'm getting to the age where there's been some notable events in my life from when they occurred to now. Oh yeah, I get that. And watching dramatizations of even documentaries of big things that happened in my lifetime is enjoyable. Obviously, murder is not enjoyable. That's putting it mildly. But watching depictions of the events always takes me back to where I was and what I was doing when those events happened. The 90s music in Dahmer is pretty decent. Slight bit of nostalgia there. Do you guys ever experience the same thing? Have a good show, guys. Pinky. Absolutely. And I wish I could talk about this more, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I like saying, oh, yeah, I remember that. And, uh, you know, I also like history. I've always I taught history. Yeah. It's always interesting to me. So, no, uh, I but mean, there's also other than. You know, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. Speak your mind, Lucas. Open it up. No, no, I was just I was just going to say, like, you know, outside of outside of like movies, being, movies being just like cranked out via algorithm or all these all the new like IP that or not new IP, but just like old IP that gets like keep like. It gets into the meat grinder they keep fucking like cranking out uh nostalgia is the other thing uh, you know that's how stranger things become so popular it's really when you re-watch stranger things uh the first season is still kind of like it's like okay but it's it's a it's, it's pretty shitty actually i mean if you really if you really watch it you've tried to criticize it and i think that's what nostalgia does nostalgia we're gonna is get all on your present. face and point out your faults no nostalgia is a it's a built-in suppressant that says you're not allowed to criticize. If you criticize it to somebody else who really loved it, they get super angry and uncomfortable because they don't actually know like where it's coming from. But basically if you're like, yeah, you know, that story really fucking sucked, but I understand why you like it. And I liked it in the same way, but I just think it's, I think it's pretty stupid or pretty fucking shitty. It didn't, uh, it didn't like rise to any fucking or offended by standard. the product on the field right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you tell that to somebody <laughs> who really liked it, they get insanely offended because nostalgia has like has completely diminished their ability to be in a fucking a critical position uh, to approach their the media that they're consuming. They it just it completely drowns it out. So they get uh, super uncomfortable because they didn't think to even uh, they didn't think to think they didn't think to fucking criticize the media that they're actually watching. You know, they get, and you they get want absorbed me to in change. It. Fuck you. Yeah, you absorbed it. I get that. And nostalgia. Okay. No, nostalgia is that thing that makes you fully absorbed in a way that probably you shouldn't be. Oh, hell yeah. Take the L, like sincerely apologize or sincerely say, hey, you know, this person, though he or she identifies differently politically, has a decent point. Like, let's talk that out. Absolutely, John. Well said. Uh, yeah, when nostalgia it comes- is, It's this generation is more stuck on nostalgia than, I mean, I didn't live through them all, so I guess I can't comment directly, but our generation is just being sapped 
No, yeah, it's a set. confluence. It's a confluence of the technology to reproduce, reproduce the shit that we watched when we were kids. Uh, now in our like 30s and 40s, if this kind of technology existed, I guess it kind of existed, but you'd have to like actually create a movie, like spend millions of dollars to do it, and all that, and you would have to do it intentionally. But now they have algorithms that actually understand. Oh, the anybody who's 35 to like 45, they want to see this shit, and they just fucking pump that shit out non-stop they nine know, on the tension scale rope they they literally they literally will will fucking cancel shows or the green light shows based on what what is uh the hbo thing like the the men are the men are like lean lean back uh watchers women are like lean in watchers i i forget there's there's a story out there it's widely yeah, it's been widely circulated. They, their algorithms literally tell them like what shows are going to be profitable or not to them based they? on their based on their audience profiles that they create through the data that they get from their streaming platforms. So, yeah, no. So I think we're in a we're just happen to be in the beginning of this of this um, you know I guess new phase in technology and like biotechnology that we are uh we're subjected to nostalgia and we're subject to nostalgia in a way that is very different than the way our parents would have been so we are probably one of the first generations that are completely completely sub subject to it well why don't you cry about it saddlebags they're they're gonna know how to recreate nostalgia for all generations going forward uh yep, it's just that it. it's I just it. that it yeah let's move on let's wrap this up I get it. Yep. Well said. And you, said uh, well. Uh, you did. You're right. Let me let me put in one last comment for uh for my brother because uh Sean sent an I'm, email that I'm I doing do it right now. I'm gonna read the email right now. No, no, you don't don't read the email because I wanna I read the email. It's gonna, it's gonna require some extra discussion, I think. I don't well, think I'm gonna give it as a preview. Time. I don't want to rush I wanna, through it. All right. We're not gonna rush through it, but it's a teaser because I want to comment on one thing in it. So Ooh, Sean wrote us teaser. Gents, I'll keep this brief, but I've been wondering about Hulu's latest movie, Prey. Oh, what are you talking about? I thought for sure I was walking into another dumpster fire, but I have to say I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised. So I thought it was a great addition to the Predator universe. Hey, Yoshi, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> Yoshi! Yeah, so uh, I haven't seen Prey, but I'll watch it so I can comment on it next week. That's why I want to say that. So I'll watch it within the next seven days for sure. And Sean, I'll give you a report so I can discuss it. And anybody else who wants to watch Prey with us, you know, we'll give you a chance. Everybody could watch Prey over the next seven days. If you get the chance, it's on Hulu. And then we'll all talk about it together. So there'll be no spoilers. We'll all feel like we're part of the conversation. But I want to give full credit to Yoshi for being a good dog. I got a little angry there because the barking was unusual. She's usually, <laughs> she's usually pretty quiet. She doesn't really bark like that. So I was kind of surprised by that. But I've heard from a few people that uh, some found it funny, some thought that it was cruel. I don't think I it was, it was cruel. hilarious. I thought I thought that, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. I laughed. So. I laughed out loud uh, for like five minutes. I was cracking. <laughs> I just it was fantastic. Oh, and uh, Sean ends his email by saying, "You son of a bitch." Yeah, I I swear I have that one. Do I not have that one? Because that's insane if I don't have that. I mean, I have a lot of Arnold drops, and I should have more. So I apologize if I don't have that. I just don't even know what to say. I'm ashamed right now. All right. That's the show for today, guys. Wish I could talk about more stuff, but man, I got to go. We got a good show, though, Luke. I thought yeah, it was bad. We put uh, it in, man. We put in a full hour plus. 
Yeah, it was a nice little show. Nice little and, Saturday. And everybody, everybody got a real clinic on Roy Holiday. 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 <laughs> You're still. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Roy Holiday. I know Sean appreciates it. He knows Roy Holiday. He'll Sean, back me up on that. Sean probably so. knows him uh, personally. Probably ran. Well, he did. He's point. dead now. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. And in Roy Halliday's uh, honor, I thought I would play this song. This song's a little different. It's a little different. Uh, I don't know. It's just not something we would normally do, but it popped in my head. And uh, I could go with like something like Jet Airliner, which would be crass and tasteless. You know, that's, I don't want to do something. I could play, uh, yeah, we could play Buddy Holly song. That's no, crass. No, no, I don't want to do yeah, anything like that. Play the big bopper. This is a little big bopper. <laughs> <laughs> hello baby but no i thought i would uh i thought i would go with the other route which i mentioned about his what did i do i really empathize with his uh pain addiction i know a lot about it too so I, I get it man it's fucked up so this is a song called the uh, it's also a apropos song it's kind of underrated and i actually saw it in rehab in 2016 i was sitting there i hadn't had sleep for days and the only thing we could do sometimes when we weren't being taught or we had to learn and like do worksheets even though i hadn't slept in three days was we could sit there and watch this music box channel that played videos. It was like a, it's like a channel you get when you're in college that only a dorm would get that just plays music videos back in like uh, 2000 or something. It's like being stuck in a hotel, like a Motel 8 or something, and it's like the <laughs> one channel. It just has the same. It was great, though. Cycles back we needed and forth. it. We had no entertainment. When you have no phone and you have no other entertainment, you were like, wow, this is great. This thing plays current music videos. I'll take it. So in 2016... <laughs> This song was popular, and uh, I gotta say, I it definitely hit me hard just because I was in rehab too. But it's called the uh, it's by Macklemore, so if you know who that is, it's called Drug Dealer. Check it out. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, check this one out. Is it safe? Pod at gmail.com. Me and Luke love doing the show. John Scott, we love you. Don't worry about anything. We got your love back. You all catch you guys next week. Thank you. Said it wasn't a gateway drug. My homie was taking subs and he ain't wake up the whole while. These billionaires, they kicked up, paying off Congress. So we take their drugs, murderers who will never face the judge. And we dance into a song about a face gone numb. But I seen homies turn gray, noses draining blood. I could have been gone, our 30s faded in that tub. That's Prince, Michael and Whitney, that's Amy Ledger and Pimpsy, that's Yams, that's DJ AM. Goddamn, they're making the killing. Now it's getting the tension, cause Sarah, Katie, and Billy. But this shit's been going on from Seattle out to South Philly. It just moved about the city and it spread out to the burbs. Now it's everybody's problem, got a nation on the verge. Take activists off the market, jack the price up on the syrup. But Purdue Pharma's about to move that work. The drug dealer was a doctor, doctor. Had the blood from Big Pharma, Pharma. He said that he would heal me, heal me. But he only gave me problems, problems. My drug dealer was a doctor, doctor. Had the blood from Big Pharma, Pharma. I think he trying to kill me, kill me. He tried to kill me for a dollar, dollar. 
And these devils, they keep on talking to me. They screaming, open the bottle. I wanna be at peace. My hand is gripping that throttle. I'm running out of speed. Try to close my eyes, but I just keep on sweating through these sheets. Through these sheets for a horseman. They won't let me forget. I wanna forge a prescription. Cause doctor, I need some more of it. When morphine and heroin is more of your budget. I said I never use a needle, but short. Fuck it. I'm caught up. I'm on one. I'm nauseous. No options. Exhausted. This is not what I started. Walking carcass. I lost everything I wanted. My blinds drawn too gone to leave this apartment. My drug dealer was a doctor. Doctor. Had the plug from Big Pharma. Pharma. He said that he would heal me. Heal me. But he only gave me problems. Problems. My drug dealer was a doctor. Had the blood from Big Pharma, Pharma I think you're trying to kill me, kill me Tried to kill me for a dollar, dollar Re-up, re-up, that certificate signed the prenup Ain't no coming back from this Percocet activist Ambient Adderall, Xanax binge Best friends with the thing that's killing me Enemies with my best friend, there's no healing me Refilling these, refilling these They say it's debt, debt, institutions and DOC So God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change Courage to change the things I can And the wisdom to know the difference the wisdom to know the difference.